0: what is good everyone and welcome to the we just talk wrestling podcast my name is kyle and i'm here with dylan yeah yeah we have a loaded show for you guys today but as always we will break down the weekly shows going over any stories from all the different promotions we will be reacting to wwe's money in the bank event make sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at wjtw19 give us a five star rating on whatever platform you use to listen to the show I do want to give a quick FYI, Um, it is almost 4th of July, there are fireworks in the background, it might sound like a war zone, (laughs) just try to forget about that, and it might be the same for Dylan as well, Uh, but uh, what caught your eye in wrestling this week?
1: Well Kyle, it was very busy news week for wrestling,
0: but there's only
1: one story I gotta talk about, because I know it's your favorite one this week, Mm -hmm. Logan Paul signed with the WWE, Mm -hmm. that's all I got. Um, so, during his contract signing, he called out The Miz. Now, remember on Raw, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit, but on Raw, Miz said that he wanted to win the tag titles with Logan Paul. Logan Paul mm-hmm. seems like he wants to wrestle The Miz. There's rumors that they're going to have a match at SummerSlam, which um, that's, that's most likely the direction they're going to go. It's, but it, it's happening, yep. So, is this a full-time contract, or is it just like he's going to pop up and make appearances and, and wrestle a few matches here or there? A lot of speculation is that it's full-time.
0: I think it is full-time. Yep. I don't
1: know if I want to see Logan Paul. (laughs) bombs going off in the back, but. Oh,
0: do you hear mine? Yeah, I hear yours. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Look, look, Logan Paul had a nice outing at WrestleMania. If this is like a a pop-up here and there, kind of like what Pat does, fine. But, like, even Pat, as much as I love him, I don't want to see him wrestle every week. I don't no. want to see Logan Paul wrestle every week either, but um, no. who knows? Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. But he's officially part of WWE
0: as of uh, this week. It, it's crazy, man. From you know, just signing him to do a promo. Now you know he wrestled a match. Now he's essentially maybe even full time WWE. It's crazy mm-hmm. how uh, how fast wrestling goes. But remember, me, remember, Cesaro wasn't in the budget. Yes, yeah, Cesaro was on the budget. Neither was Malakai Black claudio um anyway um i do want to say a couple things one from a money standpoint business standpoint it makes a lot of sense it's Mm -hmm. going to get the younger audience to watch it's going to get more eyes on the product the more mainstream maybe not even a wrestling fan maybe just someone who pops up exactly yep um here and there um for the hardcore wrestling fan it's it's whatever yeah, they're you know they're gonna put Logan Paul ahead of guys like AJ Styles, Ricochet, Finn Balor, and uh, it, it's just not gonna be what we want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if he shows up at a couple paper or er, premium live events, um, if he shows up a few, Dylan, okay, whatever. I just don't want him to be a vocal point in yeah. the show because he shouldn't even be a vocal point of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, this was just a business decision for the money. Um, he was pretty solid in his first match, but that doesn't mean we want to see him more. Yeah. Um, and just a quick prediction. I think this does lead to Jake Paul coming in the future as well.
1: Oh, boy. That's yes. uh Final thought before we move on to your story. Yep. It is – like like you said, from a business standpoint, it's a home run for mm-hmm. WWE. I mean, he, he brings in, like you said, a mainstream audience, the younger audience that they're trying to target. Look, WWE has said for years they're not a wrestling company. They're an entertainment company that wrestles, right? Yes. You know, you could say, you know, AEW is the wrestling company. New Japan's a wrestling company, or I guess Ring of Honor is now a branch of AEW, but that's a wrestling company. WWE is an entertainment company. Yes. They have talented wrestlers. We all know that. We mm-hmm. all love them. But at the at, at the end of the day, they want to draw dollars. Exactly. You know? Whereas, like, what NWA is doing or what Impact is doing or, or even AEW, granted, on a much larger stage than the other two, mm-hmm. they want to put on a good wrestling product. And with yes. that, money will come along. Obviously, AEW has more funding than the other two companies, but, you know, they, they care about the wrestling product. WWE just wants to fill arenas and and get people to watch the show, which is fine. But like you said, the hardcore wrestling fans, I mean, this isn't something you're going to be, you know, overjoyed with, but he is very athletic, you know, with his boxing stuff that he's done in the past. So, and
0: I know he's played sports previously. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he is an athlete, so uh, I hope it works out. And he also comes with a little bit of controversy as well. We can't forget about that. Not um, as much
1: as Jake, but um, yeah. no. we're not going to cover that.
0: Yeah, but that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So, Dylan, according to multiple sources, Io Shirai's WWE contract is up in August. And as of right now, she intends to leave the company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was also reported that she wants to spend more time with her family in Japan. Dylan, let's be honest, this is leading to her joining stardom, which she should. Mm -hmm. Triple H got the best of her career WWE and even if healthy the main roster just wouldn't have traded her well as a fan of stardom I'm all for this move I'm really happy but I'm just happy for whatever she chooses to do because she is unbelievable in the ring
1: yeah for for Yosha Rai I feel like the writing has been on the wall for a while Um, as great as she is she maybe I'm out of line for saying this but she never felt like um a, a mainstream wrestler am i am i saying that right like she was never gonna last long in wwe or aew as great as she is you get what i mean like no, well she was, no she
0: she was gonna get overlooked by brit baker charlotte yeah Becky, yeah that's and what it's you, not
1: even yep. and it's not even necessarily that it's just you know she cut her you know she cut her teeth in japan come over here make a lot of money make 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 a bigger name for yourself and then go back and you know enjoy a great run in japan where she'll be treated as a top star whereas here yeah triple h did a lot with her (laughs) but that's it he's not he's not in power that we know of i mean not yet after what we talked about last week but um i i i've seen this coming for a while i'm actually kind of shocked it's been this long but yeah. i mean kudos to her for for working out her contract and not you know requesting a release or anything mm-hmm. um, not that that's a bad thing but you know just kicking okay. it out yep and you said um
0: august right so next month yep wow it's, uh, it's coming up it's coming up and uh we wish her the best but uh shout out to a triple h and his staff because they did a wonderful job uh you know getting her putting her you know in the situation that you know the small feud with Cancel Ray, building yes. her up as a heel to what she became as a babyface. Wow. Oh, yeah. um, good Top, top babyface in the women's division at one point, I feel like. Oh, absolutely. One of the best yeah. in the whole world. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're going to move on to AEW. Dylan, are you ready? Yes, sir. A lot to cover. All right. Um, so we're going to start with Rampage. The Young Bucks defeated Yoshihashi and Haruki Goto in tag action. Brody King wins a royal rampage and will face John Moxley on Dynamite <laughs> for the AEW title. Oh, boy, I like the decision. It's very predictable that Mox will win, but yeah. I'm hoping it sets up Blackpool Combat Club versus House of Black, which sets up Moxley versus Black. Yeah. Wow, that. Ugh. Now well, this this match is going to be great too. Let's. Oh, let's no, not no, no, over, it, yeah. it, it's going to be great, but it's predictable. Let's yeah. be honest, Brody King's not winning. Um, no to dynamite FTR in Danhausen beat <laughs> Max Caster in the Gun Club in six man yep. tag action. Uh way to go AW. These two teams were red hot, but they lost almost all of their matches and now you split them up for zero reason. Now maybe I'll just I I just don't understand that. But we're going to get into what everyone talked about this week, which was the blood and guts match. We saw Matt Menard tapping out to Claudio at the top of the cage while Kingston had Jericho in his submission. If anyone was confused by the finish, this was about Claudio and Eddie, not Kingston and Jericho. Mm-hmm. The match itself was entertaining. A lot of blood, you know, thumbtacks, a lot of weapons. We saw Sammy fly off the cage into a lot of padding. Um, Santana... Wasn't as bad as last year's, but no. yeah. Santana, unfortunately, did uh, get injured in this match. We Mm -hmm. wish him a speedy recovery. I don't know how serious it is. Um, There's another story on Santana, which we'll get to at a later date. But it was still a very fun main event. Um, Everything made sense in this match, I thought, Dylan. Um, It was just a very fun way to close the show. Yeah, it was was a spot
1: fest. And that's fine because it was very entertaining. It was very fun to watch. Um, The Sammy spot was great. Didn't seem as much as a pillow fall as last year's with Jericho, but...
0: Oh, that was awful.
1: Yeah. Um, and it was done much better, too. The whole, like, swan dive off the top was yeah. really cool. Eddie's reaction to it was definitely what made it for me. Him just, like, cackling after yeah. he did it. He was very proud of himself. I love that part. <laughs> um, the swing on top of the cage. I mean, this was just a fun match. Very um, fun. Mm-hmm. The, the Santana injury happened... Rather early, right? Very early. It was like mm-hmm. the first few minutes. Yeah. Uh, so we wish him, hopefully it's nothing too serious, but um, mm-hmm. hope that he's okay. I do want to talk about the six-man tag, FTR, Danhausen yep. uh, the Gun Club. I said last week on the show that the Acclaimed and Gun Club was like the faction I didn't know I needed. Um, yeah. And I, I understand... Anyone who's going up against FTR, whether it's in tag action, six-man, eight-man, doesn't matter. They're losing. But yes. I just wish it was a different set of guys. Yeah. I don't understand AEW's constant need to bury both the gun club and the acclaimed. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Like and I are so over. Yeah, like, I get they're not FTR. You know, the, 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 the big picture is FTR Young Bucks at All Out, I would assume, for
0: the, the tag titles. Million percent. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, so I get that they're not going to be in the shuffle. I just don't like them constantly jobbing out. It's just It just leaves a sour taste in my mouth. Those guys deserve so much better. All four of them. Absolutely. All five of them. You can throw Billy Gunn in there as well. Um, I just I just hate it for them, but yeah, it is what it is. They're going to lose the FTR. It doesn't matter.
0: Well, absolutely, and the thing it's done their their two wins recently was on Rampage, and versus Dark Bear Country, and the win was on the uh, on the pre-show of Forbidden Door. That's right. Yeah, they were on so, the, the buy-in. Yep, and then they no, I I don't know how many fans actually watched the buy-in. I hope you I did because it was actually pretty good. Um, but and that's the thing, Dylan. Like AEW does a poor job of making the wins matter. Yeah. They can win on rampage when no one's watching. They can win on dark. They need to start winning on dynamite to be believable because that's what people watch. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, well, yeah, I mean, the, only, the,
1: the, the only teams they care about are the, the Bucks and FTR, which don't get me wrong. They're amazing. Yeah. But it's like their, their tag team division is deep. Very. It's, it's deeper than a lot of other companies, but you know, when you only care about two, it's like, well, why are we, you know
0: Yeah, what are we doing here?
1: Why should we care? Kind of thing, you yep.
0: know? It's just frustrating.
1: Yeah. Also I I love Danhausen,
0: I just want to throw that in there. Um yeah, he, <laughs> he did a couple Herkin Ranas and a elbow drop. But hey, uh, hey other he's than getting than that. Getting more ring time, baby, knocking off that ring rust, yeah, showing collar. And uh, yeah, Brendan Devine could have won there and uh, did a lot more than that. Anyway, we Cage gonna- still can't get on TV. Yeah, and Brian Gibbs can't get on (laughs) TV. That's correct. We love you, Brian. Hey, Brian. (laughs) We'll talk. Anyway, um, (laughs) now we're going to go into – speaking of great, Mm -hmm. let's uh, go into (laughs) WWE news with Dylan. Oh, yeah, this is great.
1: Uh, So, obviously, both Raw and SmackDown go-home shows for Money in the Bank, which we're going to cover on the show. Um, So, the big highlight for Raw – was it was the 20 year anniversary or 20 year celebration of John Cena? He was featured in numerous yes. backstage segments. Um, they kicked off the show with him walking, you know, into the arena to an applause by everyone in the back except Becky Lynch, who was just yes. sitting there with her stupid glasses on. I actually thought that was great. There's not a no lot of no. Things it, that was, it was very has, funny. Yeah, there's not a lot of things that recently that I've loved that Becky's done, but the fact that she stayed in character with this whole like pouting thing she's been doing. I absolutely adored. Yep. Um obviously the show ends with with Cena, you know, cutting a nice what, 5-6 minute promo about how thankful he is and how much he loves the WWE and how he's not done. He hinted that he has more than one match left. He has a lot left. Um he doesn't know when he's going to wrestle, but he is going to come back soon. Um Wink Wink probably with Theory. That's been the biggest rumor. Um, and they even had a little interaction backstage. So good to see John back. Cool T-shirt too, by the way. Yeah. Um, in other news, Matt Riddle. Oh, sorry. I use his first name. I know Vince H. No, it. you can
0: use it. Yep. Please use it.
1: <laughs> Riddle wins a uh, last chance battle royal to qualify for Money in the Bank, um, hitting an RKO on the apron to do so, which was really cool. Uh, Montez Ford defeated Jay Uso in singles action. This was actually a pretty entertaining match. I absolutely love Montez Ford. Um, and I hope they uh, do more with the Street Profits in the future, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, AJ Styles defeated The Miz via countout. I don't know why this feud is still going. AJ I don't either. deserves to be in the title picture, but uh, whatever. Liv Morgan defeated Alexa Bliss in singles action, and finally Becky Lynch went won a six-pack elimination match to qualify for Money in the Bank. Uh, she defeated Zyli, Shayna Baszler, Tamina, Nikki and do drop to do so
0: this was a last chance qualifying match much like the battle royal that's all i got for raw piper's great man she is unbelievable mm-hmm. I, I just want to say that uh, piper's Shayna is just oh my god she's so good and she is just so misused in this company well god.
1: speaking of great smackdown
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so we kick off the show with a promo, the classic promo, pre-Money in the Bank with all the competitors on a ladder, cutting a Fun. promo on each other. Except Omos, who stood in the ring with his arms crossed.
0: Um, <laughs> MVP and was, was selling still, that, too. <laughs> and was
1: still, like, almost half the height of a ladder. Yeah, So he still fit the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, Baron Corbin comes out. Uh, Ezekiel comes out. Miz comes out. Um, who else? Mad, Mad Cat. My boy Mad Cat. This led to a battle royal, mm-hmm.
0: won by Corbin. Yep. Kyle, what did he win exactly? So Michael Cole even had trouble saying this on commentary. Um, it was for bragging rights. Yeah,
1: yeah. We kicked <laughs> Why off. Why was this a thing? We kicked off the Go Home show to Money in the Bank. With a battle royal where the winner got bragging rights.
0: Well, they just don't have anything good to put there, Dylan.
1: Yeah, they, now they,
0: they don't have oh, anything. Yeah. Go so on.
1: the money, the or not money, uh, the battle royal was actually pretty entertaining for a battle royal. There was actually some good storytelling involved. Oh, there's you know, great. Yeah. McIntyre and Sheamus had a good interaction. Obviously, Madcap and and Corbin had good interactions. And then after the match, Corbin, you know, cuts a little. Quick promo off Mike to Pat McAfee, furthering their feud going into Summerslam. Like there was good storytelling involved, so mm-hmm. it was there. It was meaningless, obviously, but there was there was some positives coming out of it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Liv Morgan, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar defeated the team of Raquel, Shotzi, and Lacey Evans. <laughs> Do you want to know what this was, Kyle? Yes. Brand supremacy oh my it was a raw versus smackdown with all the the women um except for becky lynch who had qualified for money in the bank simply brand supremacy that's all i got
0: and nothing matters go on
1: nope (laughs) i'm saving this for last so i'm gonna skip to the main event wait
0: is this going to be later in the show with something
1: no, no, I have a okay. different I have a different okay. dummy moment.
0: Okay. So okay <laughs> So
1: let's let's get to the main event real quick. So yeah. there was a fatal four way um qualifying match for Money in the Bank between mm-hmm. Madcap Moss, Happy Corbin, the Miz, and Ezekiel. Madcap picks up the victory. Nope. Um I believe by pinning Corbin, if I'm not mistaken. Was it Corbin? I I
0: don't think know it was Corbin. I think what? Ezekiel. I
1: didn't I didn't watch. I think it was the
0: guy- <laughs> I think it was Ezekiel. I think we're going,
1: it might have been, but uh, Madcap qualifies for Money in the Bank. He is the final entrant, he is entrant number seven. Um, <laughs> all right, so oh
0: my god,
1: we got Max Dupree, formerly known as LA Knight, formerly known as Eli Drake, formerly known as one of Kyle and I's favorite wrestlers who has been ruined. Um, <laughs> he debuted his Maximum Male Models, finally, after weeks of anticipation.
0: <laughs> Out comes
1: Mace, who you might know, formerly part of Retribution, formerly part of the Raw Commentating Team. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dio Madden, right? That's his yeah. name?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mace came out dressed to the nines, right? This was all about fashion. Uh, but his new name is
0: <laughs> Masay. Oh, my God. Who is writing this? It gets better. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> the second model that was a introduced <laughs> You once knew him and loved him as Mansoor. <laughs> he is now known as Mansoir. <laughs> 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 what guy, are we he, doing? These two are still in the company, and Malachi <laughs> Black isn't.
0: A... Bray Wyatt. And
1: Bray Wyatt's not. Well, hey, well. We'll get to that. Oh my god. <laughs> this almost made my dummy moment. <laughs> I told I told Kyle that I was debating both covering it in SmackDown and making it my dummy moment. But then as of this morning, something else made me laugh. Not as hard, but yeah. it was kind of funny that I'll talk about later, but <laughs> Massey and uh Mansois are uh... <clears throat> Max Dupree's first models.
0: I I just, I just don't understand how they think this is gonna get over. Like, hey, remember, it's not too long ago that Mansoor
1: put on a four star match with Cesaro at Crown Jewel 2018.
0: I didn't watch. He's now a male model. I I didn't watch that match, so I don't know. Uh, Anyway, I'm pretty sure Meltzer gave it four stars. So Meltzer's grades are just not great. Anyway, um, (laughs) another thing is like. One is Um, not going to get over two. What's the point of this? What's it going to lead to for us to laugh? Actually, Dylan, next week they announced they're doing their tennis collection. (laughs) (laughs) I spit out my water. It's all over me. (laughs) They're showcasing the tennis collection.
1: I just spit on my
0: son's puzzle.
1: (laughs) Oh, this my is, God. This, this show's is, going off the rails.
0: This is utterly ridiculous. What's it? Smackdown? This is
1: Smackdown
0: the... is at an all-time low.
1: So, before we move on to hopefully better things in the show. Yeah. You and I literally named a segment of this show after Eli Drake's impact catchphrase. Like, yeah. that's how much we love the guy. Yeah. It wasn't as a dig to him. It was to honor him, yeah. if anything. We love Eli Drake. Mansoor, I get there's zero character there. <laughs> but if you actually watch his matches, he can, he can go pretty yeah. well. I'm not saying he's a great technician. I'm not saying he's top five in the company. But like, he can put on a good quality match, especially if he's in there with someone who can carry him a little better.
0: He's just not interesting.
1: He's just not interesting. Mace, uh obviously retribution didn't take off the way WWE wanted. Um he was a great commentator. Uh but from what I've seen Dio Madden do, pretty good wrestler. I mean Me. there's 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 potential he's not great, but given time to develop and a proper character could probably be good in the, you know, mid card area. I
0: would say lower mid card, but still Yeah, I like he man. could he
1: could put on a you know decent Match two of a pay per view, you know, nice cooldown, something passable. What the fuck are we doing? You just ruined. Really, they don't know those. Those two are done for.
0: Yes, and they're they're going to be on the you know what list soon.
1: And Eli Drake, I hate to say it, is probably going to. I'm not even calling him that stupid name. No, and I actually, I didn't hate the L A. night name, but like, I like it. He's he's Eli Drake. We're we're never calling him. No. This will be the final time I say it. We're never calling him Max Dupree on this show. Never. He is Eli Drake from here on out, since they refuse yep. to call him L.A. Knight, which is whatever. Yeah, they're all done. They're they're dead in the water.
0: Yeah. how How long do you give this?
1: Uh, hopefully, it's over already. Well, no, they doing got the tennis collection. <sighs> I got the tennis collection next week, and, and um. Oh, then the fall's coming around, so they're probably going to show off some like good sweaters and everything.
0: Yeah. And win- then, winter time, so we're going to have like the, the
1: layers. Yeah. We've got a lot then, to look
0: forward to. Well, and then they're going to get a certain call from uh, Connecticut. Um, yeah, they're going to get <laughs> future endeavors soon. <laughs> yeah. Which we do not wish that on anybody, but uh, you her- just kind of know. Yeah. You, at this point, you just have to assume. With a gimmick like this, it's just it's just at an all time low. With yep. they just don't know what they're doing. They don't nope. know. They they need to. Pritchard needs to either have a new role or just leave. They need new writers. It's it's bad. Like I could go in and produce something good, but I I just, I, I don't understand the logic. And there when is no logic.
1: You're, you're, the thing that I'll never ever 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 understand with WWE. You have people in the room clearly m- more capable, yes, to run a wrestling company than what you have. Yes, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Um, is Road Dog still there? Road Dog, yeah, he's a producer. Okay. Um, Tyson Kidd has done some positive stuff from what I hear in a producing role. Like, they Jeff have Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett, they have great wrestling minds in that company, but let's let's keep the fired, you know, sitcom writers on the payroll. I have no idea if that's true by the way, but let's 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 keep those guys writing the shows because um that's what yeah.
0: They just don't have anything else. They're not creative I just, they just tell everything else. When you but, yeah.
1: when you have gold sitting next to you, I don't get why you settle for copper. That's yeah. that, 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 that that's it. That's all I got. Let's move on. I'm done.
0: All right, so we're going to segue into the indies. Dylan, are you ready? Yeah, I hope this is going to help me uh, cheer up. Okay. Um, (laughs) This week, I will be highlighting Sonoran Championship Wrestling based out of Phoenix, Arizona. I think I've heard of this one. Ashley Grace defeated SOS and Gypsy Mac in triple threat action. Alex Ace defeated AJ Hometown with a military press cutter. Our boy Carlito... Defeated Joe yes. Hendricks with a backstabber. E.J. Sparks beat Dante King with a trouble in paradise. Very entertaining contest. But in the main event, Jay Garland faced Pete the Heat. Uh, so Garland mm. controlled the first part of the match, keeping Pete in the corner, connecting with multiple drop kicks. Pete turning around with a big clothesline. Garland went on the attack and continued to dominate. But in the end, Pete hits a neckbreaker for the victory. I just wish Pete got a little bit more offense in this match. You know, getting the last spot to win, but gets dominated throughout the whole match, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Still a very entertaining match, however, kicking off a very, or ending a very fun show. Uh, my MVP this week actually goes to Ashley Grace. She's very charismatic. The crowd loves her. And she is one of the best sellers that I have seen on the indie scene. So go check out SCW. With my MVP being Ashley Grace, and you can catch them on YouTube. Awesome, good stuff. Have you seen how
1: jacked Carlito is?
0: Oh, dude, he's yeah. This man,
1: this man gets cut by WWE in what 2010 mm-hmm. and gotten literally the best shape of his life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and hasn't stopped. So good stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll be sure to tag both the promotion and Kyle's MVP on social media like we do every single week, so you guys can give them a like and a follow. Um, I absolutely love this segment. Um, Kyle enjoys doing the segment, and we like showcasing these smaller promotions because um, they deserve a big shine as well. do a lot of good stuff. Also, shout out to them, by the way, for having Carlito on the card. It'd be very easy to have him main event that card, and they did. Yeah, nope. They chose, you know, uh, I- I'm sure someone more – Homegrown local talent, someone yep. who probably trained and developed there. So uh, mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. I love when promotions do that. They put a big yep. name on the card, but it's not the headline. They want their guys the headline. That's that's cool stuff.
0: It was the third match. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, that's good yeah, stuff. Really good stuff here, um, Dylan. You can hear me well, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I hear okay. you perfectly. Fine. Well, I
0: just don't because there's a little gunshots going. Yeah, Anyway, yeah,
1: I hear I hear the war zone behind you, but anyway, I hear
0: you. Fine. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Dylan, would you like to start with your this Date in history segment?
1: Boy, this one's loaded.
0: I've okay. got let's, three, four, five,
1: six, seven things.
0: Yeah, so let's um, turn that up to about two. Get
1: it going. Yeah, no, <laughs> these are all gold. All right. Um, so we're recording this episode officially on July 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is what all of these dates will be on. It'll be July 3rd. You are you ready?
0: Yes. Let's all go. right.
1: So uh July third, nineteen ninety-four. SMW Summer Blast 94. New Jack and Sheikh Mustafa defeated the team of Lee Thomas and Scott Stud to win the NGWA tag team championships. I
0: haven't heard that name in a while. Scott Stud. Mm. You were at this match, weren't you? You went yeah. to this match. well, no, yeah. I think I was I was homesick, actually. Oh yeah, you had to sell your tickets, I remember. Mm. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, also in nineteen ninety-four on this same day. Uh, there was a taping of WWF superstars. It was main evented by Bret Hart and Bob Backlund in which Bret Hart defeated Bob Backlund to win the WWF title. Backlund mm. actually attacked Bret Hart after the match and officially turned heel. Nice. In 2001 at a SmackDown taping, Billy Kidman defeated Shane Helms for the WCW Cruiserweight title. That's not really a big headline. The big headline is actually, this is the very first time in history that a WCW title changed hands on WWE TV. Mm. In 2002, NWA TNA weekly pay-per-view taping. This was uh, when TNA first launched with their partnership with NWA. Um, AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn defeated Rainbow Express to Mm -hmm. win the NWA Tag Team Championships. Nice. In 2006... On Monday Night Raw, the main event Edge defeated John Cena and RVD in a no disqualification triple threat match to win the WWE title. This was actually the first time in almost five years that the WWE championship changed hands on free TV. Mm. In 2012, Zack Ryder won a battle royal to win GM duties for the following SmackDown.
0: Interesting. Do not and- remember it?
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it happened at a live event. It wasn't on TV. Um, and finally, today is the birthday of the charismatic enigma Vladimir
0: Kozlov. <laughs> Vladimir Kozlov. <laughs>
1: Dude, that theme song was a banger, though.
0: Yeah, the 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 all the you know the Russian words into yeah. that song. Can you do the intro. I no. Oh yeah. <laughs> So yeah, uh, happy
1: birthday, Vlad. We love you. Yes, We absolutely absolutely
0: do. Diaper
1: man. I used to call him diaper man when we were kids.
0: Hey, he actually was not bad.
1: He wasn't, but like he had the white trunks. It looked like a diaper.
0: Yeah. Uh, Anyway, anyway, maybe we'll get Dylan's um, reenaction of that uh, theme song one day.
1: Anyway. Yeah, if I'm
0: drunk enough, maybe. Nah, just do it sober. Anyway, um, Dylan, uh, it is now time for my t- top five power ranking segment. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, so let's uh, let's get into it. With number five is super crazy. The, for- the 48-year-old is still going strong at producing high-quality matches post-WWE. He has always been a solid athlete and has been able to hold his own, but I like some of the stronger style with his really cool submissions that he has in his offense now. He was able to defeat Alejandro in seven minutes at Pro Wrestling Noah this week. Super crazy. Not being in his prime anymore, tends to not get a lot of shine, but this is someone who has redefined his wrestling craft. Super crazy at number five. Number four goes to Andrew Everett. First off, what a year. The Burlington, North Carolina native has had. He has been in all over the Indies. Literally, name a promotion. He has probably wrestled for them. This week, he teamed with Chris Brooks to defeat 37 Kamina at the King of DDT 2022 Final Round event. The Giant really has it. He, he just really has it all. And there isn't anything the guy cannot do in the squirt circle. I hope Impact can keep booking him on TV because he is a great athlete that he can also really storytell with the best of them as well. So, uh, Andrew Everett, number four. Number three goes to Rex Lawless. This is someone that I was not too familiar with at all, but watching one match of his, he's got an it factor. He is a bigger guy, and his best attribute is his power. What a week or so he had. Victories over Brother Greatness, Alvin Alvarez and brg don't sleep on lawless seriously when i do this segment i often find myself watching matches for one person but then i look at their opponent and i was like man they impressed me a little bit more Mm -hmm. uh he has a killer big boot a discus clothesline i cannot wait to see what he has in store for the rest of the year rex lawless number three number two goes to new japan bro wrestling's el fantasmo Like Dylan, a lot of wrestling fans that watched Forbidden Door was not very familiar with the Bullet Club member. But coming out of the event, he was definitely one of the highlights of the night. Like Mm -hmm. Andrew Everett, he can do it all. He can do it all. But the thing that makes him stick out is his charisma. He can really put on a show. We saw a glimpse with a back rake spot, but we also saw some of the athleticism. With a perfect moonsault to the outside. I hope this puts more eyes on Elfin Because he is super underrated in wrestling today. And my number one Dylan. A little bit of a shocker. My number one goes to Dream Girl Ellie. This could be a shocker this week. But someone who I've been watching for months now. I really wanted to give her the spotlight after an incredible week. With victories over Ch- Chalant's Royal. Brittany Lynn and Jada Stone, she's really becoming a top feature on the OVW tapings. She's very unique in the ring and looks like such a nice person, but don't let that fool you. She has a nasty comeback that includes big knee shots, crazy spinning heel kick. With the OVW TV deal, I cannot wait for people to see her at a bigger stage because I don't think there's many better than her right now. Maybe mm-hmm. only a handful, because she is really, really good. So number one goes to Dream Girl Ellie, and that's at Dream- the top five. Dream Girl Ellie is, uh,
1: has become one of my favorite uh, indie wrestlers in the world right now. A mm-hmm. um, lot of good stuff. Uh, I also want to give a, uh, another shout-out to Super Crazy. He holds yep. a special place in the hearts of Kyle and I. Yes, uh, Kyle had to win a Royal Rumble in SmackDown vs. Raw in 2007 with Super Crazy for us to unlock Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: Starting at number one. Starting at number one, yeah. So uh,
1: <laughs> That big, gave us a heart attack. <laughs> gave you a heart attack. I just sat there and watched and ate my hearties.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a lot of hearties. But go on.
1: Yeah, fuck that guy, by the way. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Good stuff.
1: Good stuff. Yeah. Good list. Um. We're dropping a lot of names today that I didn't think I'd hear. Got Carlito a shout out. Vlad a shout out. Been a, been a good day so far.
0: Yeah, Dream Girl Ellie with the number one spot this week. She's absolutely fantastic. If you haven't seen
1: her stuff, you need to go look it up ASAP.
0: Good stuff. Yeah. OVW and DCW, I think, this week for her. But um, yeah, so that is it for that. (sighs) All right, Dylan. It is now time for the Money in the Bank reactions. We will review every match and give a grade at the end. Dylan, before we start, out of 10 going into this, how excited were you for this? Um, I always look forward to the ladder matches every yes. year.
1: Um, but the rest of the card was... They, look, I've, I've gone on rants numerous times about how they don't make us care about these shows because they don't care about them. So mm-hmm. I was probably out of five. I
0: was about, about, about middle same. Middle of the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, Absolutely. So, are you ready to get into the first match? Yes, sir. So, these Money in the Bank matches, you're going to hear me talk a lot just because there's a lot. I'm going to try to cover everything that happened. And then uh, obviously we'll recap it at the end. So, uh, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Women's Money in the Bank ladder match Becky Lynch versus Asuka versus Raquel Gonzalez versus Liv Morgan versus Lacey Evans versus Alexa Bliss versus Chauncey Blackheart. We start with Asuka versus Lynch Showdown in the ring. Raquel deadlifts a ladder when Becky and Liv are on the ends of it. Then she suplexes them both on another ladder. Man, she was on fire at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shotzi went up for a spot that showed she had a prompt ladder on the side. I think Raquel was on the other side of it. So she was just supposed to like run up it, but her foot went right through it. I felt super bad for her because it's really not a easy spot to do it's not no. something that I could do um Raquel and Alexa struggle for a ladder until Asuka German suplexed Alexa out of the ring and then did a arm drag the Shotzi onto a ladder one of my favorite spots of the match was the Lacey-Asuka showdown when they kept reversing each other and mm-hmm. it ended with Lacey unloading a fist to the face to Asuka the lift powerbomb onto Lacey off the ladder spot was pretty cool Shotzi, I thought, was real sloppy, but the fireman carried to Alexa's spot when she just nailed the ladder. It was unplanned. It looked nasty. Look, it. I liked it, but I don't like it if it injured her, which we'll talk about the end. Um, mm-hmm. Shotzi went for a senton, and Becky moved, so her neck landed just on the ladder. Oh, my God, that looked awful. Uh, Lynch climbed the ladder and did a leg drop to Asuka on the ladder – That was propped on the outside. um, Looked pretty solid. Um, Becky and Liv have a face-off on the ladder. She kicks her foot off the rope, um, gets in position. She takes Becky off. Liv Morgan gets the briefcase, and she is Miss Money in the Bank. Mm -hmm. Liv needed this badly, and I hope she can grow. Because in this instance, which we'll talk about, I do not think she's ready to become champion. The match itself was honestly pretty sloppy. They tried some cool moves, but, man, there were just spots by everyone, not just Shotzi, but everyone that didn't look great. Shotzi is a 100-miles-an-hour worker. She turned it around late, I thought, but she struggled a lot, and she has to slow down her offense for the main roster. This isn't AEW where she can just fly around doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. She, unfortunately, is going to have to uh, just – over that down a little bit. Oscar, um, Raquel, and Lacey, to me, looked like the best or the cleanest in this match. But man, have they ruined Alexa Bliss or what? Oh yeah. my God. Um, overall, the right winner, I just don't expect her reign when that comes, wink wink, to be anything special. I think it's going to be short, uneventful more than likely, but the pop was huge, and she deserved the moment. Uh, Don, what did you think of the match?
1: Yeah, it was, it was the right winner, like you said. We've, we've said on the show numerous times, if Liv, or if, if Liv doesn't win this match, they're never going to do anything with her, right? Yes. Like, so kudos to WWE for striking the iron while it's hot. Yep. Um, she's over. Uh, fans love her. Good, good, good for them. Uh, mm-hmm. The match itself, like you said, it was it was very sloppy. But overall, it was still a good opener to the show. Yes, um, since they started doing the men's and women's Money in the Bank matches, it usually is. Uh, one of them starts the show most of the time. It has been the women's match, um, but it was it was it was a decent outing. Shotzi, Shotzi was sloppy. Um, yeah. Raquel, outside of early on in the match, didn't get as much of a shine as I wanted her to. Um, I thought Alexa, Asuka and Liv were probably the cleanest, um, with Asuka and Alexa, like you said, being the cleanest, but I thought Liv looked really crisp too. Um, but overall it was, it, it, it was also a little underwhelming, but it was a great finish and it was mm-hmm. it was still a nice way to start
0: the show. I think Lacey actually looked pretty good too. I, 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 in more ways she than one. But yeah. I I want Oscar versus uh Oscar and Lacey I think that would be yeah. really fun
1: no Lacey Lacey looked really good um, since she's come back she hasn't done much outside of a couple quick matches mm-hmm. on TV so seeing her get a, a, a prominent showing in this match was a uh, was really good
0: but the good thing about this Do is uh, they do have time to grow from this mm-hmm. shots they can go back fix she has a lot of potential she is really yeah. good I, I saw it three, four years ago, she just, you know, for the main roster, she's just going to have to tone down a little bit, but yeah, uh, a little she, more crisp, she's got, yeah. she's got, you know, she's got bright future in that spot. I don't really fault her for that spot. There's just a couple other things um, because I want somebody to reverse a ladder than try to run up it. Cause that is mm-hmm. not easy at all.
1: I but- also want to point out that this, there's been a lot of these money in the bank matches, especially since they gone to the pay-per-view <sighs> format where it's an annual show. Mm-hmm. Where you look at the the lineup and it's like really there's only like two or three of these people that are believable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one it was probably the hardest one to predict for a while because I I could honestly see all seven of them
0: holding the briefcase. You, so I mean you could make an argument. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I mean kudos to them. Now I probably would have put Shayna in.
0: I know you would have too. I so think I would have had Shayna win. But. Yeah,
1: there's there, there's some switching you could have done. Did they have the right seven people? Probably not, but with the seven that they gave us, as the match started seeing them all in the ring, I'm like, to be honest, I wouldn't be mad if any of the seven won. Yeah. Because you either have an established person like Asuka, Alexa, or Becky Win, who are mm-hmm. already proven main eventers, or you have someone new, someone fresh. I know Liv has had a lot of shine this year, but you know Liv Raquel Shotzi, Lacey. So I I I thought it was going to be a win-win regardless for WWE. I just wish the match was cleaner.
0: Um another thing I didn't like is uh, Liv won but she got pinned by Carmella clean on Monday.
1: Yeah.
0: Or no, two <laughs> two weeks it, ago. Two weeks, two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah she past, got pinned this, by Carmella.
1: This past Monday she she picked up a win. Right? And yeah, she very, up, both both
0: SmackDown and Raw she picked up a win. Very uneventful, boring match with Alexa. But this six-woman tag match really wasn't that bad. No, it was fine. Um, But uh, yeah, so uh, Liv wins. I'm not going to complain too much with her winning. We'll get to that a little bit later. It was the right move. It was the right move. But uh, we're going to move on. Uh, Mm -hmm. United States title match, Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, Lashley started the match with a choke slam and making it just look easy out there. Uh, Bobby went to catch theory off the apron, botched a little bit, but still lifted him off one knee and slammed him into the ring post. I love that spot, making something out of nothing. Uh, Theory turned it around with a big clothesline into a massive left hand or yeah, it was a left hand shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Match starts slowing down a little bit when theory puts Bobby in the headlock, but Lashley comes back with a huge belly to belly crowd is on fire fire for lashley and I, I just i love to see it <clears throat> uh bobby lifts theory over his head and then into a big power slam i love the drop toe hold into the turnbuckle by theory very smart um and then he does the the little like roll you know into the ropes shift the drop kick <laughs> ridiculous god uh theory resides hits a spear but lashley connects with the hurt lock Taps out, and we have a new United States champion. Dylan, I'm going to be honest with you. I really like this match. Yeah, Outside of the headlock response, very fun. Uh, these two actually have really solid chemistry. The build was not good, but the match was good, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Bad Bobby needed a title, and I hope he elevates that title. Um, I-, I really like the action here.
1: Yeah, this, um, I will say going in, I wasn't super excited. They did too much of the, the pose down stuff and, and mm-hmm. the gauntlet stuff and handicap stuff just wasn't entertaining. Yeah, It wasn't a great build, like you said, but this was a very good match.
0: Yes. Um,
1: it, was, it was rather short. I think it only went for like 12 minutes, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Um, theory, theory showing that he's a rising star. Um, not just in WWE, but in wrestling. There's some character stuff I'd probably alter because um, it is getting kind of just old, the selfie stuff. But he's he's one hell of a wrestler. And Bobby, this, like, this second run that he's been on in WWE the last few years, he's really shown that he can wrestle with just about anyone yeah. and hold his own. Um, he's really become a true main player for WWE. And like you said, I hope this means that the U.S. title will get treated a little better. It's gotten more of a shine the last uh, month and a half or so in Theory's Reign. But mm-hmm. before that, it was just a, kind of an afterthought. We mentioned numerous times how it wasn't even yeah on shows or on TV half the time. So hopefully this means uh, good things for that title.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I hope we get Lashley and AJ at SummerSlam.
1: Hey, for the U.S. title, I'm
0: all for yeah. it. Yeah, uh, absolutely.
1: Also, we didn't give grades for the I,
0: I I just <laughs> thought of that. Uh, first match, what do you give it?
1: Um, right winner, sloppy match. I'm going to go with three. Actually, 2.9
0: out of five. I, I give it a 2.6. Uh, okay. U.S. title match, what did you give it? This
1: was fun. I'm going to go 3.6 out of I have five.
0: Had, I have a at 3.7, so okay. uh, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um. Speaking of great, we're going to move on to the next match. Raw, women's title on the line. Carmella versus Bianca. Versus Bianca Belair. Uh, Dylan, you ready? Guess. So we started with Bianca, just like Bobby, showing off, then delivering a huge backbreaker. Uh, Carmella turns the tide with shots in the corner, then pondered to the crowd. The step up suplex by Bianca was pretty cool. When Graves said, Carmella isn't on my dental insurance yet, that got me laughing (laughs) because. The match to this point was very uneventful, and yeah. I, I, I just got a kick out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Bianca hits the KOD for the victory. Don, not honest, this match was very boring. Uh, yep. These two tried their best to get it over. It just didn't work for me. It was a clean match. I'm not saying it was bad that you know there wasn't any botches or anything like that. It was a very <laughs> crisp, just very uneventful. It, what it was, Dylan, it was a Monday Night Raw match. Yeah, That's what it was. Uh, Carmella beats down Bianca after the match. So it's clear that we might get another one down the road. Hopefully it's on raw and we might talk about that, uh, you know, division at the end, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I didn't care for this. Don't what, what did you think? No.
1: Um, if it wasn't for Corey Graves on commentary, I would have cared less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you pointed that out. Um, I just I I don't get it because I don't I don't say this a lot on the show, but I actually dig Carmella's gimmick. She's just not that good of a wrestler.
0: She's not.
1: So like it's one of the rare instances where like I think the character is there, but the wrestling ability is not. We say this all the time about how, you know, a guy or a girl is so good in the ring, but they they just have nothing to offer character wise. This is the rare flip. I feel like these two don't really have good chemistry either. No, Um, we know how great Bianca is. We know how athletic she is. She's, she's a freak of nature. She had to carry this match. And to be honest, it still wasn't that good.
0: Like you said,
1: no, I wish for the life of me that Carmella was better in the ring because if she was, she damn near could be the, the total package. She could be a real player in the women's division. Right now, she's just not because she's she's not a believable competitor going up against someone like Bianca Belair, who is, yeah. like I said, a freak athlete um, and is so good at what she does for being so young and, and so new to the business. This match, you were nicer than I am. I, I it, it sucked. What'd you give it? it. Uh, 1.1. Oh, my. Yeah, I I just... I give it a 1.9. I hope Rhea is okay. Because I... (laughs) If this was Rhea, Bianca, it'd probably be in the high twos, low threes. Easy
0: on paper. Maybe higher than that. And the thing is, we might get Bianca, Carmella, and someone else in a triple threat match. So, Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just... The thing also, Dylan, is I-, I think someone needs to say it. Bianca's just not a great champion yet, Mm-mm. and I'm um, not. I I think it's more booking than her. Yeah, but man, she's just not interesting at all as a champion. But because you know she has a total package, mm-hmm. I just hope she, uh, you know, they figure that out. And honestly, I wouldn't mind heel turn. Gonna be honest no. with you, um, I
1: she was a great heel in in NXT. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We've, we've said that before on this show, yeah. how Bianca's a better chaser than a champion. Yeah. At least as a face, I a
0: great heel champion, though, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to move on. Yep. WWE Tag Team Championships, as commentary put it, uh, Usos versus Street Profits. Dylan, are you ready? Yes. Zach. So, the match started very slow. Uh Jay and Montez controlling the first part of the contest. The double choke slam by the Usos on the Dawkins was solid, followed by the dive to the outside by Jimmy. Uh Graves again was great on commentary, uh putting the Usos over as dominant champions. Uh Pat did a pretty good job of that as well. Uh Montez is great of a hot tag, but ran into a big super kick by Jay Uso. Don't I'm not sure. What it was, but the crowd was very not into it at this point, and it was very slow. The pace needed to quicken from the start. A lot of resting spots, and this match was just not what I was expecting. Montez fights to get back to Dawkins for the tag, and then everything changed. Mm-hmm. And he does a sweet over that rope flip, which ruled Dawkins is very underrated off a hot tag. The shoulder block into the German by the prophets was a cool, um, cool double team move, and then finally the pace starts to quicken. I love the expression by Dawkins after the blockbuster for a two count. He really sold the moment. Um, I love the facial expressions. Uh, Montez flies over the ring post, which he does so well. Uh, Ford hits the splash, but Jimmy breaks up the count. Usos get Montez by himself, connecting with the double super kick and the one D, I believe it, for the W. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first part of the match, Dylan, I'm going to be honest, was very boring in my opinion. Yep. But the second half delivered. Uh, it was very predictable that the Usos were winning, but they did an angle where Ford's shoulder was like up. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw people say that this was the best tag team match of the year. Some people said it was the best tag team match of all time. <laughs> I d- I didn't see that. No. And now the second half of the match if we got that the whole time, then we're talking about potentially match of the year. Mm-hmm. But the first part I, I couldn't get over it. Uh, it it didn't play into the story either. You know, these are two high flying, you know, go up and move teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but good stuff. Nonetheless, uh, Dylan, what did you think? Um, I think that Montez Ford is a star.
1: Um, and I've said that so many times on this show. I absolutely love what that guy does in the ring. Um, the Profits have slowly climbed the ranks as one of my favorite tag teams in wrestling. The sad thing is, is it's, you know, Usos win LOL. Yep. Um, it is what it is. I'm so over the Usos. Yeah. I I think they're a good team. I'm not going to say they're bad, but I'm just tired of them. I just want something fresh. I'm tired of the bloodline dominating everything. Um, and the Profits were... Correct me if I'm I'm out of line, but I think they're pretty red hot coming into this match. At least with yeah. the crowd, they're they're yeah. over. The mm-hmm. Crowd loves mm-hmm. them. Um, they're just yeah. First half was was not as fast paced as I wanted. It would have been great if these two teams just kind of came out of the gates full speed ahead, yeah, um, hundred miles per hour because that's what both teams are capable of. Um, mm-hmm. oh, God, the second half of that match, like I couldn't stay seated. Yeah, um, I was popping off the couch for everything that they were, they were doing. Dawkins, um, very great dive over the top for for a bigger guy. He can move too, and then Montez is just an athletic freak. Mm-hmm. Um, probably get a match at SummerSlam based on how it was, uh, based on the finish, mm-hmm. um, which I'm all for. Hopefully, the second match is is more complete. I think that's the best way to describe yeah. it. Is this match wasn't as complete mm-hmm. as we wanted. Still fun stuff, still a great tag match. A lot of people said match of the night. We can debate that later at the end. Um, but still very enjoyable championship match. It had a championship feel mm-hmm. which which that's kind of the the big thing you and I talk about is if you put a title on the line, make it feel like both teams or both both opponents want it. Mm-hmm. We 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 kind of complain about that at um what was it? It was a Forbidden Door with Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. How Tony Storm didn't no like care. She she didn't want the title. Yeah, no um, one cared. Both of these teams wanted it, and they wanted it bad. And um, I wouldn't be mad if they ran it back
0: at Summerslam. So no, um, good stuff. You say you're a big Montez Four guy. Well, Personally, I think this was more about Angelo Dawkins. I thought he was the best out of the four in this match, off the because he was the reason why it got so good was mm-hmm. the hot tag. Yeah, we saw Montez off the hot tag at the beginning, but it didn't do anything. When Angelo got off the hot tag, it started firing up. And as a big dude, that guy can jump over anything, and he's so athletic. Uh, Angelo Dawkins is someone that I've been, you know, very keen on. Mm-hmm. Even you know before the Street Profits, um, the big thing is if they ever break up, how are they going to treat? Dawkins Montez is fine mm-hmm. how's Dawkins to do gonna do I I think but correctly I think it would be good we'll have to wait and see what happens but uh, Dylan would you give it out five <sighs> well it wasn't best tag
1: team match of the year I can tell you that much oh,
0: God, um, no.
1: but still very enjoyable especially for how shallow WWE's tag team division is yeah this was very very good um I'm going to go 3.4.
0: I give it 3.5. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're very fair on that, I think. All right. So, at the end of this match, Don, we get a video package that reminded me of a very Alistair Black vignette. Yes. Um, I saw people think the Fiend. Um, Don, do you have any guesses uh, before we move on? It's Edge. Yes. There's no. no <laughs> yes.
1: Well, when well, it first. Started with like the light swinging and mm-hmm. like the, the the crow in the woods. I'm like, oh shit, Bray Wyatt is coming back. Then but he as it legs. <laughs> as it progresses and all the different imagery that the the figure yeah. walks past, the fact that people are still debating this online, I think yeah. it's kind of funny. It's edge. Yes, I'm not mad about it. We're gonna get. I think I think we're gonna get rated R edge back. Um, a more not Judgment Day, dark, but a more aggressive face edge, the the Rated R edge,
0: but not as a heel. It's edge. I'm 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 super stoked for it. So we, do we not get him versus Finn at any point to you know to complete that stuff?
1: Well, you know, Judgment Day can't even make TV.
0: Yes, and uh, they're going to be feuding with the Mysterios starting next week.
1: Yeah, so um, I would easily have Edge come back. Are they going to pull the trigger? SummerSlam only being a few weeks away, I wouldn't be shocked that they hold Edge coming back till maybe have a match with Finn at Clash at the Castle, since Finn yeah. you know, obviously from the UK. Um, that's that's my prediction. Mm-hmm. As long as we get um Metallica's playing again with Edge coming out and all the pyro,
0: I'll be happy. They're gonna change the theme song to a non Alter Bridge theme song. Could you imagine, dude?
1: Could you imagine if uh, Judgment Day sticks with the other Alter Bridge song and we get two Alter Bridge songs? That'd be on one cool. show, dude. I I have to watch from the
0: bathroom. Yeah, but they're probably gonna change it to something generic. But yeah, it's probably gonna be some generic rock beat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're gonna move on. SmackDown Women's Title on the line: Ronda Rousey versus Natalia. Mm I'm going to be honest, though, Natalia carried this feud, but match started pretty feud. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, Ronda playing the crowd, uh, but they start wrestling on the mat where Natalia puts in the ankle lock. Natalia hits a clothesline for a two count. Match started very slow and really tried to make this look like a blood feud caliber match. It just didn't. I I didn't get that. Um, They go back and forth with holds. The pace is just super slow, and the fans are not into it. The veteran locks in the arm bar, but Ronda locks in the sharpshooter. The sharpshooter on the apron by Natalia was really cool until she gets flattened by the ring post. Uh, these two continue to exchange holds, and honestly, to me, I thought it got a little bit better towards the end. Uh, Natalia, I thought, looked really good at the end. Ronda locks in the arm bar for the victory and retains her title. Dylan, the match started rough. I thought the ending wasn't bad. We're gonna focus just on this match. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? Um, I enjoyed the fact that
1: this match was very submissions based, considering yes. who we had in the ring. Ronda, obviously, with her combat sports background, Natalia with the you know the heart training mm-hmm. it made made sense. So I thought that was really good storytelling. Could not care less about the match going in. Yeah, um, I thought the build was weak. I thought Natalia was not the right choice to face Ronda. Um, overall, the match was passable. Definitely was. better than the yeah. Raw Women's match. And uh, you know, we're, I'm not a big fan of Natalia. She's she's good in the ring. Um, I just I just don't care for her, to be honest. But this was actually very enjoyable.
0: Would you give the match out of five? <sighs> 2.8 I give it a 2.8 as well I thought it was yeah. actually not bad. um yeah I thought the boring was pretty you know or the beginning was pretty boring but mm-hmm. the second half I thought was actually pretty entertaining yeah and, I, I, uh, I,
1: I enjoyed the back and forth chain yeah. wrestling between the two you don't it, see it that was, a lot
0: in the women's division no and it, was so good I really stuff. I really like that um and you could see Natalia worked her ass off trying to get this over yeah. oh my god she tried um and honestly, she, she deserves a lot of credit. Ronda has had trouble with the promos. She's had trouble with character. I think Natalia actually did a pretty good job getting yep. this to a pretty good conclusion. Speaking of conclusion, <sighs> after the match was the buzz. So, you know, Ronda was in the ring. You know, her theme song was playing. She was selling an injury. I think it was a leg injury or something like that. Um, and then you hear the music. And Liv Morgan comes sprinting down the ring, cashes in her contract. Ronda gets her in a, in a ankle lock. I'm like, there's no way they're going to die. <laughs> there, there's <laughs> no way. There's no way. But uh, she ends up rolling up Ronda for the three count. And Dylan, we have a new SmackDown Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. This was not one of my favorite captions, but man, Morgan deserved this. I'm going to be honest with you. I hate to be the bear of Mad News. She's not ready to become a champion. She's not. She's over. But with everything, her wrestling, her character, her promos, her backstage promos, she's not ready. I think they dropped the gun too quickly for that moment. But what this does ensure, Dylan, Mm -hmm. is for SummerSlam, if Charlotte is any way in this match, Liv's losing. Live is losing to Charlotte, and that's a hundred percent. I will. I it's not a prediction. It is it, it is facts. Charlotte will beat Liv for the title if that happens. The pop was loud. I'm very mm-hmm. happy for her. I think it was too soon. I think she needed to you know build with the briefcase. Um, I I think it was too soon. But what do you think? But I was happy for her.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of rumors. Well, yeah, I'm 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 with you on the sentiment that I would have had her hold the briefcase a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love long drawn out money in the bank. Me too. Um, Reigns, I guess, mm. is the way to describe it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I love the slow build. Uh, the quick cash-ins are, are, are fun because they're they're definitely probably the most unexpected, especially in the same night. Yeah, you don't see it a whole lot. Great moment for her. I'm super happy for her. Um, but, yeah, I would have I would have let it build a little more. Uh, so I don't agree necessarily with doing it same night. But I have heard a lot of uh, speculation since Money in the Bank ended that maybe Ronda's taking, you know, a brief mm-hmm. that, you know, she's only back on a part-time basis or something. I, yeah. I don't know if there's any truth to that. Maybe they're going to have a match at SummerSlam. Um, but they sold the leg injury pretty hefty. And then the moment... I also want to point out, probably the first time I've ever seen the person cashed in on hand the title to the winner, I thought that was a cool touch. Um, I disagree.
0: You disagree? Yes. I think it made Ronda not care about the title. She was just like, oh, here you go. And she raised her hand, and then she walked right on out. It was a respect thing, but, like, it was very cheesy, and it made Ronda not, like, we we know there you know the speculation rumors about Ronda not wanting to be there, right? So it, it I don't think it helped it.
1: I can okay, so I could see I could see your angle. I guess the yeah. angle that I was going for when you have a face cashing on a face, yeah. I think with that in context, the moment was pretty cool. because um, Ronda is a face right now, even yeah. though she should easily be a heel. That's just that's uh, just yeah, absolutely. no brainer, but. Face cashing in on a face. I thought that was a cool touch. I could see your point, though. I could see your angle. Um, maybe, maybe Rhonda takes some time off, comes back for you know Survivor Series. I don't know. Maybe, or like I said, she could be at fucking SummerSlam and they have a match with
0: each other. I don't know. I don't think it'll be great, but it'll be fine. Dylan, um, uh, just <clears> quick <throat> predictions. Who do you think live faces at SummerSlam? It's gonna be Charlotte.
1: I'm gonna stand. I'm not gonna side with the rumors. I'm gonna stand firm that she does have a match with Ronda. Um, but Charlotte is a very big possibility too. I, Charlotte. Charlotte should be back any day now, especially with SummerSlam around the corner. You think WWE is gonna hold that sh- stadium show without Charlotte? Come on. No,
0: it. I think it's gonna be Liv, Ronda, and Charlotte. Triple threat. And you think Liv's walking out of there with that title? No,
1: not in that match.
0: So uh, Liv, I think, is going to have a solid one-month reign, and then it's over. Nikki did, too, didn't she? Last year? One that's month? what I'm saying. Because here's the thing, Dylan. People are like, oh, dude, this is great. This is great. WWE doesn't really care about Liv Morgan. And they're going to show you Sucks. at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And that's Which... what they did with Nixon. So... Yep. Um. All right. So it, it's very unfortunate. I'm very happy for her, but I, I just think it was too soon, personally. Yeah. Um, I'm
1: ha- well, hey, remember, Edge cashed in Money in the Bank, held that title for 21 days. Look how it turned out for him.
0: Uh. So are you saying Liv Morgan is better than Edge? No. I'm, just, right. I'm just.
1: I'm just all saying right. you never know. Sometimes a short reign, it might turn out good. I in think the long you should run. go on
0: Twitter and say that the Liv Morgan and Edge are very similar.
1: I mean, they have similar colored hair. That's all I
0: got. Are they similar in the ring? Or what about promos? What about charisma? No. All right, men's money in the bank ladder. <laughs> you match. took that. You took that
1: way too seriously.
0: Men's money in the bank ladder <laughs> match. Eleven edge. Oh my god. Um. Oh, stop. Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins versus Omas versus Mad Cat Moss. Dylan's boy versus Sami Zayn versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I will admit. Pat going crazy over the fight night Shamus thing. I thought was pretty funny. Not going to lie to you.
1: That's Um, great.
0: But before we start, you know, they're, they're getting ready. Dylan, you know, the pros are getting ready. We get Adam Pierce comes out, he comes out with a microphone. So we think something's going to happen. He announces Austin theory as the eighth competitor in this match. So Dylan, don't tell me what you thought was going to happen after he was announced. When Pierce came out, what did you think? Like, What did you think was going to happen? Well, I thought he was definitely
1: adding an eighth person. I thought it was Brock. Um, <laughs> I, seriously. So, um, I, I suspected an eighth person, but I'm going to be honest. I thought it would be Kevin Owens. Because remember, Mm. Owens was supposed to be in a qualifying match that never happened. Yeah. Um, So I don't know what's going on with Kevin Owens. I'm not going to speculate. But he's supposed to have a qualifying match that got postponed, just canceled with Ezekiel. That was my initial reaction was, well, there's an eighth person in the match. And it's going to be the guy who never got a shot to actually qualify for the match. I thought it was Kevin Owens. That was my first thought.
0: Okay. I actually thought it was Brock, and I'm very glad it was not.
1: Why would it have been Brock? He already had a title match lined up.
0: It's WWE, don't. Would you really have been surprised? Because fuck it, that's why. Brock would you have been surprised? No. Yeah. Um, so this man got mega heel heat, and I loved it. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to start with Omos destroying everybody. The latter spots with him actually weren't too bad. Zane hiding from him, you know, behind the <laughs> ring post was pretty hilarious. I, yeah. I was laughing. Uh, Drew hits a claymore, and the crowd is red hot. Sheamus and Drew would make a really good face tag team. Just saying, uh, the the backdrop by followed by the Broton to Rollins on top of the ladder was really cool. The Matt Cat Moss Sami Zayn showdown was really cool as well as Moss tosses Sami into the ladder that's propped in the corner. Ooh. Man, that was nasty. Um, I'm not sure if many wrestlers around the world sell better than Austin Theory. That dude can sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone started tossing the ladders on Omos, which is super smart. I love the way that Moss was using the ladder to his advantage. He powerbombs you know, Zayn through the ladder. Um, the way Sheamus... I want to talk about Sheamus for a second. The way he can control a match... I personally don't understand how people don't like him like you do. I and think he's, he's boring. Well, he's an elite wrestler. He really is. He is fantastic he's inside a, the ring. I will say, I don't like Sheamus. fantastic.
1: He's a good worker.
0: He is fantastic worker. The DDT off the third rung by Riddle was really cool. Then he went for the top rope floating bro. Man, ah, dude, this match at this point is getting really good. Uh, Omas cleans house, but I loved how everyone would gang up on him just to get the big guy out of the equation. I loved the 12-hand toss through the announce table. was cool. Drew eats a massive shot from the ladder from Sheamus. Drew is about to win, but Pete Dunn, I'm not calling him that name, comes out and stops him with a sleeper. Sheamus had Drew pinned under the ladder. Dylan, there was nobody around. Mm-hmm. At that point, I was like, Sheamus is winning? Like there was literally Dylan. There's no one up. Drew was propped down. It was like there. He's winning. That's it. But this man pushes up the ladder <laughs> Bench with him it. on it. God, man, Drew is just on another planet. I really thought Sheamus would win here. Like I said, uh, Zayn pushes a ladder over with them on it, and their heads bounce off another ladder. Oof. Uh, Seth and Riddle fight for the briefcase. Riddle RKO's Rollins from the top of the ladder. Great Theory so. pushes Riddle off the ladder and Austin Theory wins the money in the bank contract. What a swerve we got that night or last night. I'm gonna say why this was a great decision. Because people in the internet are not happy about it. So I'm I'm gonna sell my point of view and then we'll we'll hear from you, Dylan. I understand he's lost most of his big matches. But, Dylan, this is what the briefcase is supposed to do. It's supposed to elevate somebody. Austin Theory is believable because of how good he is in the ring. You can say what you want about the gimmick. I think it's better than some people give it credit for. But he's very believable, like it or not. And they have their confidence in him already. Like it or not, Austin Theory is up next. He is their guy. And he is getting the rocket. So I will defend the move because he can rack up Ws with the briefcase and then eventually maybe become champion down the road with the perfect situation. I still think it's possible he loses with the briefcase, but I'm hoping he doesn't. I just hope he holds it for a long time. He's so young. He's brilliant in the ring. My only issue, Dylan, he barely was a part of this match. They... They didn't make him look strong because he was barely in the ring. <laughs> it was very EC3 Dixie storyline with that slimy heel getting the opportunities um, that he shouldn't. So I'm all for that. As far as Rollins, everybody in that stadium thought he was winning. I'll be completely honest. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't really need it. He's going to have a feud with Riddle. I assume a SummerSlam. So and he can easily be inserted in the title scene, remember, he's also lost his last three matches as well. So mm-hmm. it's not like he's running a lot of momentum in the Money in the Bank. I personally thought everyone in the match looked pretty good. I thought Madcap had some good moments. I thought Omas looked good in moments. I thought Drew McIntyre was a star, and that's not shocking. Uh, Sheamus was great. Um, Riddle, everybody in the match. I thought Zayn was cool in his moments as well. Um, In my opinion, Dylan, this was actually one of my favorite Money in the Bank ladder matches in some time. I really, really liked it. Uh, But that's enough from me. What did you think of it? This
1: was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. The match itself was a lot of fun. Now, Theory getting the win, I I mentioned earlier in the show that I would – tweak his character a little bit. I'm not saying completely overhaul it and change everything because there are aspects of it that work especially the slimy heel stuff. Reminds me a lot of um, authority Seth Rollins when he won the briefcase. Very Mm -hmm. slimy very calculated and you know picking his spots. I wish he had a bigger presence
0: in the match itself. Mm -hmm. There were actually moments where I forgot he was in it. I wish Vince came out and announced him. I think it it would have... well, he's showing up on TV every week. Why not? I think we'll enhance that moment a little bit, but go on. Well,
1: considering he's he's Vince's, like, hand-picked guy in storyline, that, that that would make sense. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, LOL, what do we know? Yep. Yep. Um, Match itself was great. I thought – I, I would have bet the farm that Rollins was winning this. You yeah. know, after, after all the Cody stuff, you know, Rollins getting a big win here, I think, kind of, you know – fixes not that anything long happened I thought Cody yeah. winning all three matches made sense but um, kind of fixes those things and puts Seth back on the, on the fast track to the title
0: mm-hmm. yep
1: Theory winning though we mentioned slow builds this needs to be a slow build yes. I would not have Theory
0: cash in at SummerSlam no don't do it I,
1: I wouldn't have him cash in for the rest of this calendar year I I would have him hold the briefcase. He could feud with Bobby a little bit for the U.S. title. Um, He's gonna have a feud with Cena.
0: Yeah, and have him beat Cena.
1: I would have him beat Cena. Mm -hmm. Keep like you like you give this guy the briefcase, which is you know usually a surefire sign of okay, this is this is the next guy or he's gonna be the next champion eventually. So fuck it, ride that momentum and keep the rocket ship on him and have him beat Cena whenever that match happens. I would assume it's going to happen at SummerSlam. I've heard a lot of people say they're going to put Cena on Clash at the Castle Mm -hmm. to push that pay-per-view a little more because SummerSlam's ticket sales are already good from what I'm hearing. They don't necessarily need Cena, maybe Clash. But anyway, whenever they do it, it's going to be a fine match because Cena's great.
0: And it's not like Liv and Theory are in the same boat. Theory is he he's ready. Yeah. Um is live ready. I don't think so. Everyone on the internet thinks so. Every wrestler thinks so. Um gonna be honest, Tone. I think I agree with you. I think he should hold it for as long as he possibly can. Because mm-hmm. he does need to elevate himself. He needs big wins. Yeah. He needs to I'm not even sure improve his character. He just needs to enhance it. I love the swerve. I love the swerve here. And it's nothing that we were considering. Theory and Liv coming out as the briefcase holders and Liv coming out as champion and Theory walking out with the briefcase. Very creative. I was very happy with it. Um, I still thought Seth was winning, though, even with him coming out. I'm going to be honest with you. I still Mm -hmm. thought Seth was winning. Um, But Dylan, what did you give it a five? This was a lot of fun.
1: I'm going to go 4.2. Out
0: Ooh. of five, I give it a 4.5. Oh, uh, I thought it was, I think it was actually one of the best in the maybe the last five years. I think yeah, it was I the think. best in the last five years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my final thought before we get into final grade and everything for the entire show. Oh, yep. I just watched Jimmy a uh, botch a, a leapfrog. I'm watching SummerSlam 1989, by the way.
0: And yeah, very interesting why, but go on. I don't know.
1: Uh, but anyway, um, the big difference between Liv and Theory, you mentioned Theory is more ready to be a champion than Liv yes. is. Um, here's, here's my reason why I think the quick cash-in for Liv makes more sense than Theory getting a quick cash-in. Look at the women's division. Bailey's still out. Charlotte's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, Asuka is spending too much time with Becky right now. And they haven't built up really anyone else outside of Liv. Ronda taking time off, potentially. It's an easy, like, band-aid. And I hate to use that because I love Liv. Um, There's aspects that, you know, she needs to get better in the ring, but she's over, people love her, I love her, I'm happy for her. But it feels like a band-aid of like, okay, well, Bailey should be coming back from injury soon, Uh, Charlotte should be back very soon. Let's do something fresh for now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And with the whole Sasha thing happening earlier in the year or a couple months ago, the women's division kind of has a lot of question marks, I feel like. The men's division, I feel, is a little more... Obviously, ...being champion. He's going to wrestle Brock. Um, Bobby being U.S. champion, he's going to build that title back up and get back in the main event scene soon, I think. Uh, Drew... Is going to challenge at Clash of the Castle. That's a no-brainer.
0: Still have Riddle, Seth. Riddle
1: is the rising star right now. Him and Seth mm. are going to put on a banger of a match. When that match happens, you have Seth Rollins. Fury can be a slow build. Yeah. He's great in the ring. Tweak that character a little bit. Have him hold the briefcase for 10 months. Something Something ridiculously long. Remember, Cody's going to come back at the Royal Rumble... You want to book Theory as a massive heel? Why not he ruin Cody's crowning moment?
0: Yeah, Uh, that's what I'm kind of thinking myself. That's
1: my uh, early prediction for for Theory's eventual cash-in. And I wouldn't have Theory lose either. I know I I made a similar prediction with Seth, but seeing Theory with the briefcase, I'm like, oh. Something fresh, something different, and Theory getting heel heat. Oh, my God. Could you imagine?
0: Are they going to do that? No.
1: Probably not, but Cody finally wins the title and Theory cashes in on him, ruins the moment. Oh, God. That'd be a million bucks. I'm sold if it happens. But those are
0: my uh, quick thoughts. But they're going to have Theory cash in a SummerSlam, Roman's going to beat him, and that's it.
1: I really hope Theory doesn't lose his cash in.
0: He 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 can't. He He can't. No,
1: he needs to have a successful cash in. Just let it build. Let it have a Seth Rollins esque build where he had that briefcase for like nine months. You maybe can even, tease maybe the even cash through. In. Yeah, I would I would tease it. Yeah. I would definitely tease it. But maybe just like back out of it last night. Like, because again, that's another way to get heel heat because everyone loves seeing a cash in. Yeah. Run out and then go, ah, never mind. I'd be all for it.
0: Liv was a woman's champion before Shannon Baszler. Golly. That's wild. Golly, Yeah, I mean. I know you like Liv, but mm-hmm. how was she not become champion? oh my god. How was she not becoming a woman's champion in WWE? It's just beyond me. I agree. But um but yeah, so that's uh, Money of the Bank doing uh would you like to tell the audience your analysis of Money at the Bank, your match of the night, and then your grade out of ten.
1: Overall the card was was pretty up and down, but still rather consistent. It was a fun show, it was a digestible show, it's only six matches. Mm? And nothing seemed like it dragged really long. Um, We preach about rewatchability on this show a lot. The men's Money in the Bank match was incredible. Yes. You can go back and rewatch that as many times as you want. The women's match was enjoyable just for Liv's moment. Other than that, kind of sloppy at times. Raw women's match, did not like it. Sucked. Uh, Tag match was fun. U.S. title getting some shine. I absolutely loved. Overall, the the, the card was decent. Um, yeah. But I've said it so many times in recent weeks, WWE doesn't care about it. So why should I? Yeah. Um, not putting the world titles on a a mat a premium live event. It's a pay per view. Yeah. Um, I I personally think the world title should be defended in every pay per view. That's just or just have them be on it. Yeah, or, like, yeah, if he's not going to defend it at these, like, lower-level shows like Money in the Bank, at least appear, at least cut a promo, at least build. Be the his like, manager. Yeah, have him be ringside, have him cut a promo on Brock about SummerSlam in a few yeah. weeks. Now, not only do you get your champion on the show, you're promoting your bigger show later in the month. Like, have him not appear at all, except on Sami Zayn's T-shirt. That's kind of yeah. stupid. Yep. <laughs> but, um... It was a B show, but it was yep. it was it was an enjoyable B show.
0: Oh yeah, I thought it was for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was your uh, match of the night? Match of the night, men men oh, men's God. Money in the Bank match. Line close. Um,
1: all all eight of them, well, except maybe Theory, but he gets the big win. So yep. I'm gonna say all eight of them showed out, did well. Omos, I yeah. want to sh- give him mm-hmm. some shine. He yeah. was a dark horse, like. MVP of that match I'm still gonna give it to Riddle Cause Riddle was Fucking incredible um, Oh dude
0: I think Drew was It not even close But go on
1: But Oh no I, I'm giving it the, the, the floating bro off the top The RKO off the top Yeah that was cool He was yep. He was the one That Theory had to push off To win the briefcase So he had that Big spot at the end still Did he bench press A uh, ladder No a he didn't on? He didn't bench press with a 260-pound man on top of the ladder, by the way. (laughs) Whatever. Drew McIntyre is ridiculous, but Riddle was great. Mm -hmm. Omos, though, he sold well. Mm -hmm. He looked good. Yeah, I always worry about big guys in Money in the Bank matches, but he looked great. He did. Uh, My score? Out of 10. Good, not great show. Was it better than Hell in a Cell? I think it was. I think it was, but that main event at Hell in a Cell is still incredible to me. Yep. Main event was better than this main event, but the card yep. overall was better than Hell in a Cell's card. I'm going to go 6 point... What did I give Hell in a Cell?
0: Was it 6.6? Kid, Joe, I literally... I I don't have the document, but I think it was
1: a 6.7. 6.7. I'm going to go 6.4
0: here. Oof. Well, no, we're, no, no, no,
1: no. I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna go
0: six point eight. Six point eight. Six point eight. Uh, Dylan, which is very surprising, I actually have a higher grade than you do, but we're, we'll get to that in a second. I overall, Dylan, I think it was actually pretty solid. I'm not gonna lie to you. I expected mm-hmm. one uh, the botches in the women's match, the ladder match, but hopefully they can use this as a way to learn moving forward. Clean slate. Let's you know get better. Uh, The live moment was great, even though I don't think she's ready to lead a brand in a woman's division. Um, And I think Charlotte is coming back and taking that title. Anyway, um, it was overall a pretty solid night. I'm not going to be too bold, Dylan. I thought this and Forbidden Door were very similar (laughs) and just an entertainment value. Um, Like, it's it's neck and neck. I didn't think Forbidden Door was that good. And I think Money of the Bank was up to that standard. I really did. Hmm. Um, the men's Money of the Bank match was phenomenal to cap off a fun night of action, which was needed because WWE SmackDown was, it was, it probably Dylan was the worst SmackDown in the last 20 years. Yeah. Probably. And they needed something, you know, to have the fans excited about. And they did. Match of the night wasn't even freaking close, it was the men's Money of the Bank match uh my final grade is actually 6.9 okay so uh i actually graded it higher than you did but um yeah you were there, there you were much roll.
1: nicer than me we had a yeah. little
0: role reversal
1: normally i score much higher than kyle i'm a little a little more gracious a little more nicer but
0: um kyle with the
1: nicer grades for this yeah.
0: show i was a little I- harsher I, I actually that was pretty solid I, I I enjoyed it it was I, I it was a
1: really it was a good show like I said very digestible only six matches three or four of them I'd go rewatch easily mm-hmm. um but yeah it was it was it was a fun time
0: I graded it higher than for Bindor, but um yeah so we're gonna <laughs> yeah yeah that's what I saw anyway <laughs> uh so that's it for money in the bank uh Dylan would you like to get in your dummy moment of the week? Yeah, I'm going
1: to go real quick here uh, yep. since we've kind of gone a little long on the
0: breakdown. This happened at Money in the
1: Bank, actually. No, oh, okay. Um, it was kind of a um, – most people probably didn't spot it. You probably didn't spot it either. Uh, there was a moment in the Ronda-Natalia match where Natalia is kind of beating Ronda down, doing some ground-and-pound offense. And <laughs> she goes, you like that, bitch? And then the ref goes, hey, language.
0: No, I didn't even guess that.
1: It was so stupid. It did, It made me laugh just because I'm a child. But yeah. it's like, it's it's supposed to be a blood feud for a championship. Don't tell them to watch their mouth. What are you, dad? Anyway, that's all I got. Just,
0: what a very funny. underwhelming <laughs> dummy. Yeah, <moment. laughs>
1: I spent all my energy on that damn maximum male models segment. Yeah, that um, um. I wish
0: I had something funnier for you, but I just thought it was goofy. Um, real quick, of mine, uh, my dummy. ammo of the week goes to Jordan Devlin. Uh, Jordan, who knows go- now, goes by the name of JD McDonough. Got heat this week on Twitter, and rightfully Uh-oh. so. Uh, NXT tweeted a video of him saying that he is the ace everywhere he goes, and Devlin tweets Tanahashi couldn't lace my boots. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> he is not anywhere near with Tanahashi, especially what he was in his prime. The true ace is one of the most accomplished wrestlers
1: of all time.
0: He really is. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was a joke. Let's be honest. This was a joke. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, But (laughs) let's be honest. Jordan Devlin is nowhere near Tanahashi. But uh, it was pretty lighthearted stuff. I knew this was a joke just to get the internet buzzing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- I just did have to say that Devlin is nowhere near Hiroshi Tanahashi.
1: Devlin's good in the ring.
0: Is it Tanahashi? He's, no, he's not
1: Tanahashi. <laughs> uh, sorry, bud. Something to strive for, though.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um... Dylan, would you like to tell everyone what we're doing next week and get us out of here? I'm very excited. Okay. Um, we will have
1: a special guest. On the show, correct. Yep. Um, J two Mattioli. Yep. Another MPW guy, so we're very excited about that. He's had pretty busy last couple weeks, so uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna have a fun time having that conversation with him, getting his uh his thoughts on some of his actions over the last few weeks. So, uh, really excited to have him on the show. Big thanks to MPW once again, uh, Millennium Pro Wrestling, for for letting us speak to someone else. They've been so nice to us, so kind to us, and everyone we've had on the show has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I expect this to be on par with the rest of them. So I'm very excited to have a conversation with him.
0: That'll be next week. That'll be next week. I'm very excited for it. And we got some really cool stuff playing in the near future. Uh, we want to wish everyone a great 4th of July because it actually happens in eight minutes. This is 11.52 at night. So uh, we hope everyone has a great 4th of July. Be uh, safe. Yep. And uh, do not get... Uh, who, who was the NFL player that got... um Oh, it was uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. Don't be like Jason Pierre-Paul. Yeah, Jason but, Pierre-Paul. Also, but, don't be like me last 4th of July.
1: I got very, very intoxicated.
0: Uh, a I have bad time. No, I, I didn't have one... I didn't even have a drink last uh, July 4th, so be like me. Anyway, uh, we will catch everyone next week. And uh, we are on the road to SummerSlam. Yep, unfortunately.